This is the Huey Alert Podcast with Craig and Shelley Huey, bringing you the tools to transform our nation and culture, the intersection of faith and politics. Hi, it's Craig Huey a Huey Alert, and we are here at the National Religious Broadcaster, so there's a little background noise, but I'm here with my beautiful bride, Shelley. Hey, everyone. And we're excited about who we have as our guest for today. It's Billy... Holloway, and he's an author of a book called Playing with Fire. I'll tell you the subtitle in a moment, but uh, he's a unique individual in that he comes from a content writer point of view with CBN. And um, uh, this book is one that I think you're going to have to have on your shelf. You're going to have to read this because it's such a timely topic. So it's called Playing with Fire. I'm going to ask Billy to give me the... It's a, it's a modern investigation into demons, exorcism, and ghosts. Thank That's you. That's the subtitle, yeah. Thank, thank yeah. you. Playing with Fire, a modern investigation, investigation of demons, exorcism, and ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't wait to hear. So what inspired you to write this? I didn't. I did not want to write it, so I'm going to be fully. I've, I've been very honest about this when I talk about it because it's it was, an uneasy topic. It's an uneasy topic, and I was incredibly uncomfortable, mostly because I wasn't actually understanding the topic right myself. Yes, right? and I think a lot of people are in that place where yeah. you know you're a Christian and you don't like right. to think about it. You right, know, you right, only, maybe right. you want to watch a scary movie because it's fun to do that, and you. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was, which is not yeah. a great place to be because. Right. You're fearful of something yes. that God has already defeated. It's something yes. that's real and right. we should be aware of and right. we should understand it. And so that was actually evidence that I wasn't understanding it. But yes, right. I was afraid to write it, tried to avoid and I won't go into the whole story, tried to avoid writing it until it became one of those things where it was very clear yeah. that God wanted me to do it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and it's an investigation mm-hmm. and it's based upon biblical truth. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to get scripture. I'm going to get uh, theologically sound. What does the Bible say? I mean, what's the Bible say? At the end of the day, what does the Bible say about this? Yeah. What did Jesus do when he healed people? What did that look like? Right. We know these stories are in Scripture. Right. But looking at the times that he healed people, which some people would call exorcism, some people would call it deliverance. There's a debate about different terms. Yeah. But that is the core of it. And then, what stories do we have? going on in the world today that are claims of people going through this. I don't tell people what to think about them. Here's the story. Here's what people have to say about it. Here's what they went through. And then I let people make the decision. But again, what does scripture have to say? That's the core of it. Now, there's an epidemic among not only uh, young people, but Christian young people as well, is dealing with darkness in the occult. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of explain that to us and, sure. and why this is such a timely issue right now? Yeah, I think it's interesting and sad, uh, actually more sad than interesting, that right now we are living in a culture where we've said right. goodbye to God. We're telling kids, right. you don't need God. What you think and feel, that's all that matters. Right. Yeah. And this is not just kids. It's everybody. And it's happening because of Hollywood and media and mm-hmm. universities. And, and maybe the church needs to do a little more. Right. But all of those things are coalescing. And so at the same time, you have young people turning to the occult right. at an insane rate. Yeah. Um, there was one study. It was over 40% of young people between the ages of 13 and 25 
are using herbs, crystals, and tarot or tarot wow. cards every Whoa. month. Those every are month. all doors to the demonic, 100%. Yep. And why are they doing it? Because they're looking to fill the hole that we've all created by yes, telling them right. that they get to make whatever decision wow. they want yeah. to make. It goes so, back to the emptiness people yep. have that needs to be filled with the true living God. And they're filling it with garbage, essentially. Yeah. I mean, with, right. with things that are actually dangerous for them. So the fascination with this darkness, they see it on their cell phones. They see it you know, on TV, they see it in movies, comic books. Um, reality TV shows. Reality They're going to TV. see psychics left and right. I mean, oh. it has become so ingrained. And it's always been There's nothing new under the sun, right? right? But right now, it's being put into everything. I walked into a bookstore, a popular bookstore the yes. other day. And the entryway, before you even got into the store, was filled with magic books, crystals, right. all of it. Right. It's the first. Why did they well, decide? I've, I've seen that, too. And I've seen it at big box retail mm -hmm. stores where you go to the back, back of the book section. Like, I'm just going to say it. Like, Walmart. Like, yeah. Target. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you see the Christian books and Christian kids coloring books and stuff. And then, boom, there's the crystal coloring book. Yeah. And there's the, uh, you know, the eye. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. The Where evil it, eye. The, the yeah. evil eye is in all this jewelry and art. And, 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 and the kids don't have a clue what they're no. touching they at all. no idea. Right. No clue. Billy, uh, has that affected the government-run schools, the public school system, do you see any signs of this darkness actually coming out of the schools? I think what you're seeing is a lot of kids are bringing this stuff to school and doing it at school. Right. right. You know, I have a kid who is in public yes. school, and I'll tell you, she has come home and said they bring tarot cards to school oh, and yeah. read them. And, of course, she would never touch them. We've right. talked with her about it. Right. And I thought to myself, that, I mean, that is so bizarre to yes. me. I can't picture being, I went to public school, yeah, having right. people bring tarot cards in to read them for right. other kids. And these are fifth graders, right? Yeah. So because it's become this normative thing that you do, mm -hmm. and think about it. You're telling people your emotions. That's yes. what really matters. Yeah. You have all the power. It makes perfect sense why you would turn toward these things where you wow. feel like you have the power. Wow. And we know where that power is actually yeah. coming from. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. right. Well, it's a real power. That's it the is. thing that um, Christians, quite honestly, do not know how to fight. They're, you know... Ephesians 6 talks about fighting against powers and principalities, and this is how we pray, in a spiritual warfare-type prayer. And some Christians get that. Most do not because they don't activate that. They don't know how to do that. And so they're, they're fighting a spiritual war without weapons. Yeah. And they don't even know they're slaughter. in the war. They're getting slaughtered, yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah. They yeah. don't even know they're in the battle. I mean, that's, that's right. the thing. That is, it's so crazy to watch people avoid the top. And there are some churches who obsess over it and talk about it too much. But what disturbed me more in working on Playing With Fire yes. was that there are more churches, I think, that just choose not totally. to talk about and, and it. And people, yeah. people prefer praise and mm -hmm. worship and, and, and talking about a study of joy and peace mm -hmm. and hope, yeah. which all is all important. Sure. But there's got to be balance because Scripture does not ignore this. And, and what you've done here with this book, uh, it's playing with fire. It's an investigation. An investigation. So let's start with the first one. Nobody really wants to read and think about demons. But the reality is, what? They're, they're real. I mean, 
go back to scripture. How many times is Jesus encountering demons in every circumstance when you go and look at it? I had never looked at evil in this concentrated way before. Yeah. And it's very strange to go through scripture. Okay, I'm going to look at all the different places where evil yeah, shows yeah. up. Right. And that's where I'm going to focus. Right. And you start to notice so many different things. Right. right? Mm-hmm. There were different ways that Jesus said sometimes right. the demons had to be taken out. There were you know, different prayers, perhaps. Right. Some, some need prayer. You had two children, at least a, a young boy, and it seemed like a young girl who were right. possessed, right? Right. right? These open up so many questions questions, these cases about, well, how does a kid get possessed, right? right? And those are important questions to ask and to explore. And there's some things we may not fully come to agreement on or or really know even in this life. But there's a reason that it's important. And it's important because all of us right now are watching culture and we're asking all these questions. Why is somebody walking into a school and committing a horrific shooting? Why? And I'm not, I don't want to over-spiritualize that every single thing that happens is demonic because some things are just bad decisions right. that people make. But there are times that we can actually feel that there is something evil mm-hmm. that has happened. Mm-hmm. And so we have a culture looking for answers, but they're not actually acknowledging all the evidence that exists to That's find right. those answers. That's right. And also, I want to mention too, uh, I just based on my own personal experience, have learned that most Christians have not seen the demonic in action. Right. They do not know what a demonic spirit-filled person looks like. Which kind of gives up the exorcism. Yes, yes. And and so they're okay with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think they're, most people are freaked out. They're there, completely yeah. fine not having yeah. to deal with that. I remember the first time I saw that was on Skid Row in Los Angeles oh, yeah. when I was volunteering yeah. at Fred Jordan Mission. And um, I was leading the, the chapel. And a person came in who 100% was demonic. And she had just tried to throw herself in front of a bus and be killed. So I knew that I had to pray for this woman and I asked the other staff people to come alongside me and we we prayed over her against the demonic that was in her and cast the demonic out of her. And the change in her was radical. It was like night and day, her whole body physically changed. And I know that if you've done your investigative research, you've read story after story of this type of thing. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? When you haven't seen it manifested, you know, it is scary. I'd be crazy to not say that it wasn't, but this is when you have that reality that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. And I knew that I had that power coming from the throne of God to be able to speak authority over that demon. And this is the thing. When you recognize that you have that power and it's because of the Holy Spirit, you can take on that kind of thing. And you don't need to be afraid. And I exactly. think that was that And that's was where the, the, yeah. the fear goes away because it's yep. no longer you, it's the spirit in you that is addressing that demon. Wow, yeah. that, that, that is so powerful. So that, that's a perfect transition to this rising popularity and curiosity of exorcism. Tell us about exorcism, is that real? Yeah, I mean, we see, I think that's exactly what we're seeing Jesus do, yes. you know, and we're yeah. watching that throughout. And, and by the way, it's, it's interesting because I've encountered a lot of people who have said, well, 
that ended, you know, when Jesus, oh. you know, when Jesus <laughs> ascended. And, no, and then no, my no, question no. is, well, what about Acts 16 yes. and Acts 19? Thank because you. Paul yeah. is clearly still yes. doing it. He Thank has a slave you. woman who's chasing yeah. him around. And yeah. I had never noticed this about that story in Acts 16. And it's so interesting because we talk a lot about psychics, right? right. And there are people who fake it and pretend, right? right? right. We know all that. They're scammers. But... It's very clear this is an ability that exists and it comes from the demonic because what do we read in that story? It's a slave girl yes. who is being sold and used by right. her owners to tell people's fortunes. She is a fortune teller. Wow. And yeah. I had never noticed I, I, that. I never, I never noticed connected it. it. And yeah. she's chasing him around, driving him crazy, Paul. And finally he turns around and expels the demons from yeah. her, right? Um, and so she loses her ability to fortune tell and her owners are angry. And that's why he gets, remember what happens, right? He gets thrown before the authorities. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's so it's so interesting. But yeah. Yes, exorcism exists. And again, depending on who you're talking with in the Christian world, some people will call it deliverance. They don't like the word exorcism. It doesn't really matter. because I mean, it does. But at the end of the day, it's expelling the demonic, right? right. Yeah. From a person or yeah. a place. And that's there's a whole debate around that, too. Can places have the demonic in them and not just people? Mm-hmm. We don't see it, that in Scripture, really. But there are a lot of people who claim to have experienced that. And you hear that a lot, actually, even from deliverance ministers right. and also some exorcists that they will say right. they experience locations dealing with this. So in getting your book, I'm going to be able to see on a, by a scriptural basis what, is, what the uh, Bible says about exorcism what's going on with exorcism today that that is awesome and some stories and And some some stories that i talk with some people who have been here who have gone through healings and Mm -hmm. that is eye-opening wow personal uh eyewitness accounts yes personal and one woman who threw herself out of a second story window Mm. and is paralyzed from her waist down for the rest of her life wow as a result of what she went through underwent a deliverance, which she would have called the deliverance, right. and has had no mental affliction, no issue since, and never had a mental issue before she suddenly slipped into the state that led her to that. Wow. I kept wanting to poke holes in these stories, because yes, that's yes. what I like to, I mean, I want yeah. to find, they're lying, someone's like, I'm going to figure it out, even yeah. though I'm a Christian, and I believe yeah. this stuff. And some of it was so shocking that the more people I talked to, the more it was confirmed. And that is just, I don't know, it shouldn't be, but it was mind-boggling for me. It really well, was. The, the other thing in your subtitle, is ghosts. Mm. Shelly, I know you remember Casper. <laughs> sure. He was friendly. He was a friendly ghost. <laughs> and there's a fascination of ghosts. There is. So that's part of your subtitle. Tell us about that. Yeah, I cringed a little when that was part of the subtitle right. because, you know, and we had a lot of conversations about it. Right. But it was important because it's a belief that people have. People believe that humans die and remain behind and haunt. When you talk to experts who deal with this, though, they will tell you, no, we don't really believe that's the case. Now, there are some people who might say otherwise, but the general consensus is that people who deal with these topics will tell you they believe that you're dealing with demons who are trying to convince you that they are dead people. And, And the same with the Ouija board. They're trying to convince you that you're communicating with somebody who's deceased. And the more you get into it, the more you trust that. And you're actually communicating with evil. And so as you unpack that and you think about that, a lot of these people thinking there's ghosts in their house, there could be something else entirely going on there that's in line with wow. Ephesians 6 and what we're mm-hmm. speaking about wow. here. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I want to ask you in your, in your investigative research, I'm sure you came across the word, the Greek word pharmakia. Mm-hmm. And yes. um, I would love to hear what you discovered in, in your studies on that. You know, it was interesting talking with there was one nurse 
who ran a psychiatric center. She was right. the first nurse to run a psychiatric center. And she dealt with a lot of addiction. And so we talked a lot about addiction as a doorway. Mm-hmm. Addiction as a doorway to the demonic. Yes. And that's not something I had thought much about, to be honest, because it's mm-hmm. not something right. I've experienced <laughs> personally. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, substances. It hasn't been something that's been really around me. And a number of people talked about their own experiences in abusing drugs and using drugs and finding that that would open doorways into things they would see. And, you know, we talk about that a lot in terms of hallucinogenics, and you're seeing things, and you just attribute that to the drugs. But some of these people were saying, well, no, this was actually, I was seeing things that were beyond the realm that we are in now. Mm -hmm. And so you can talk about a lot of different doorways, right? Even abuse. Abuse came up as a doorway. People who had been abused in different ways who hadn't dealt with that. Right that that was a doorway for them that they didn't realize had opened up this sort of trauma, this sort of demonic you know, trauma for them. And so we do get into that, and I, and I will say mental health was an important aspect of this because it's delicate and it's complicated. And you know there are, there are times that you're dealing with mental and spiritual issues together. There are times you're only dealing with spiritual right. issues. There are times right. you're only dealing with... So I wanted to talk about that, and I thought right. it was essential to tackle. Wow. That's really huge, especially now I really feel that so much of what I'm discovering in the news whenever there's these mass shootings, uh, of course the cry is for gun control, but what I'm hearing more and more is, is the cry for mental health and dealing with mental health. And nobody really wants to address that. Or if they do address it, it's barely touching right. spiritual issues. Because we're all, I mean, as human beings, we're multifaceted. We're not just one thing. So imagine somebody is dealing with a real mental... I'll start with the harder one because not everybody right. likes this one, but right. a real mental affliction. It's a serious mental affliction and you're only offering a spiritual answer. Right. Okay. Or the bigger issue, you're dealing with a spiritual affliction yes. and you're only offering a mental wow. or a physical yeah. response to that. If yeah. that's going on, and I'll tell you, there was one medical professional. Some people went off the record because they didn't want, but they spoke. They didn't right. want their names attached. They would say, one person told me, look, every, every couple of years, the psych ward will call me and say, we have a case. We need you to come and look at this because we can't explain it. Right. We don't want you to tell anybody about this. So some of these hospitals are allegedly calling these people in for help because they can't explain. Really? And you've got Richard Gallagher, who is Catholic, and yes. there's obviously a lot of disagreements about theology right. in there. But he is a consultant for the church, for the Catholic Church, and he works, he teaches at Columbia University. He's a well-respected right, psychiatrist, right, right. and yet he is like, this is real, and he will yeah. tell you the stories he's experienced in it. Yeah. So. Anyway, there's a lot there. Woo. That's another book. <laughs> it's another book. I think book. it's another book you yeah. can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, this book sounds awesome. Uh, Shelley, uh, what would you say to the people about purchasing this book? Well, I mean, un- understanding the demonic is one thing. Understanding it from a biblical perspective is something completely different. And it sounds like you've really addressed that. I think you'd be crazy not to buy this because we have to be armed. We have to be armed with truth. We need to understand who our enemy is. My Lord, all you got, all you got to do is talk to like an NFL coach before they play the Super Bowl. They know their enemy's tactics to the T. Yes. They watch film after film, play yes. after play. They analyze, scrutinize, figure out. That's exactly what this book is. You've already done the analysis. You've already scrutinized it and figured it out. So you'd be crazy not to have this as a tool in your hand 
that you, uh, you learn and adapt, how do I use this to fight the demonic that I see in my family, that I see in my church, because you better believe it's operational, and that I see in my neighborhood, much less my state, much less this nation. Awesome. Imagine awesome. that. Billy, how do you get the book? You can head to Amazon. You can go to BillyHollowell.com, and the links are there. But you can go to Amazon, and you can find it there. And I just hope it brings people hope. Because at the end of the day, I know that's a strange thing to say. Yes. But when you understand these issues, I do believe it points you back to your need for Jesus and to mm-hmm. true hope. That's so awesome, Billy. So I right, go to Amazon. The full title of the book is? Playing with Fire, A Modern Investigation into Demons, Exorcism, and Ghosts. Awesome. Everyone, we really appreciate you listening in. Um, I hope you get the book. And Shelly, would you mind praying? I'd love to. Okay. Lord, thanks so much for Billy. I praise your name that you put on his heart to write this expose of who Satan is, who the demonic is, so that we can learn, not just learn from it, but we can be activated by your Holy Spirit. And your consuming fire is far greater than any fire that the enemy can throw out there. So I thank you that this title, Playing With Fire, is purposeful. And it, it, it will burn you as a Christian if you are not ready. So I thank you, God, that this book helps us become ready. I ask God for protection on Billy's life, his family's life, his ministry. I thank you as this book is coming out and, and exposing all of this, that you, by your army of angels, will surround Billy. That uh, any attack that would come on him because of this would be thwarted. I thank you, God, that you've already armed him. I thank you that he is seen as, as dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. I thank you, God, that, that the kingdom of darkness shudders when they see Billy and they see this book. So Lord, I, I praise your name for the audience to buy it that's, and, and use it and, and mobilize to, to make radical change in their own life and in, in, in the life of their family and the life of their church and their neighborhood. And we expect revival to take place because of this, because as you rise up a mighty army that knows how to take down the enemy we'll see it we'll see it and we'll know it and we will take this nation back in jesus name amen amen Amen. Uh, awesome thank you billy and listen everyone thanks for listening in uh can't wait for our next program but before you go on to something else take this podcast send it out to your email list put it on social media uh, let's get a lot of people that you know, families and friends, buying this book. All right. Lord bless you guys. We'll talk to you later. Thanks for joining us this week. We are listener supported, so please consider partnering with us by donating at craighuey.com or by signing up for our free newsletter. We look forward to being with you next week. And don't forget to share this podcast with others.